0: Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah. So make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the services they provide. In this episode of Conversations with the Shaman, I ask about habits and how they can become of good or bad how aware are we of habits and are they of benefit to our lives or creating our downfall enjoy so i titled this one habits now i i love trees and i kind of like this analogy that i read in a book uh, he talks about habits being like a tree and if you catch a bad habit quickly it is easy to pull it up you can pull the root and everything up pretty quickly But if you wait and continue to let the tree grow, it will seem to be impossible to remove because it's of its size. Negative habits like the lack of exercise, healthy eating, reading, slash writing, seem to be a big issue, but is becoming more spoken about. One habit that I haven't heard too much talk about is the negative habit of perhaps someone becoming healed, maybe through your service, then being swayed back into a negative thinking and acting becoming duped and having the fire go out again. To me, the negative entities that infiltrate an individual's life are the ones who talk the words that lead people into negative thinkings and doings. They are the root cause and the habit that need to be addressed. In your work as a shaman, is this is true, and what practices do you use to remove negative habits?" habits,
1: things that we do over and over and over, good, bad, right, wrong, healthy, unhealthy, positive, negative, or whatever of that way, things that we do over and over, getting results. So what things are we doing over and over every day, and what results are we getting? Because whatever it is that we've been doing and experiencing is like that it's it's that habit you know it's it's the tree growing as you were saying so when i was about twenty four somewhere around there i i wanted to quit smoking cigarettes and i was managing a restaurant and there was a young man that worked there and we i told him i was wanting to quit he said he wanted to also so we decided to quit you know like some team thing or something (laughs) and anyway sometimes we we get to Secure ourselves to our habits, but regardless, it's in the securing that lies the success or the demise. And so, a couple days went by, and he's like, I feel like smoking, you know. And I was like, Yeah, I know, I think about it a lot, you know, kind of a thing. Anyway, after a busy Night at the restaurant. I don't remember exactly how it came down to everything, but he had some smokes. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you want one? I was like, yeah, I'll have one. And uh, I lit it up. And he's like, I knew I could get you to smoke again. And that bothered me. That bothered me a lot. That I was tricked into my own decay but I couldn't blame him see because then that would lessen the ability to be accountable to my own decisions so I was so I I really hurt myself that day in a way like literally not like Like, oh, that was a a hurt in that time. Like, I felt hurt. I hurt my own feelings. So, in that way of feeling an emotional pain, uh, I hurt my own feelings. Anyway, I made a few decisions after that. made decisions about What say do people have in my life? To what degree am I influenced? Why are people mean? I thought he just wanted to have a smoke. I didn't know he was going to turn it on me as well. I did want to quit. Why did I give in? When you start asking yourself questions around things like that, you can usually come up with the true reasons. If you're willing to go deep enough in the questioning of self, it usually comes down to us being weak, And as humans and and vulnerable. And so when we're thinking lesser of ourselves, we habitualize ourselves to those things of a lesser value. Alcoholism, drugs, destruction, sabotage, depressions, suicides, whatever. Okay, when we so so the whole cure in this, and that's interesting, I'm even using that word, it is through the retraining of the thoughts. So we have to learn that it is only when we do something over and over and over that we get good at it, okay? And so when we understand that, oh, all I did without really thinking about it was I practiced being an abusive person or I practiced being, you know, a yeller or I practiced being, you know... Uh, rude i practiced being a bully in other words whatever that i did over and over and over it was a practicing of it we tend to become better at whatever it is that we're practicing over and over i became a pretty good alcoholic okay so you know when you spend seven different times in jail you know you you begin to realize that you're getting good at something and it's not really something that you want to be good at So I had to, and that was later in life, around 28. And I had been into too much, five years without a driver's license due to alcohol-related situations, etc. And none of my situations ever really worked out that well for me. It wasn't like I had a lot of fun. It was just ridiculous when I look at it. But it was a powerful time of my life. And I give thanks for all the powerful times of my life, So when I decided, wow, no matter where I go, no matter what state I live in, no matter what I'm doing, I'm drinking. I can't run from anything. I can't go hide. I can't get away from it. So I had to go inside and I had to remind myself about about other things that I had successfully worked through in life. Because I had some physical situations and I had to work through those. And, you know... uh, getting a mindset, a thought process. So one day I just thought, you know what? The only way through this is just to be done, just like I did with the cigarettes, even though I went back when that kid I worked with said, I knew I could get you to smoke. I quit and I never went back again. And then I quit alcohol and I never went back again. And these were what people call cold turkey. You know, These were those things where, to me, I call it decision-making. Okay, you make a decision in a moment. Hey, Joey, we're gonna go out and uh, go partying tonight. Junior high school, perhaps. Maybe Joey inside, going, and he says vocally, nah, I, I better get home. Oh, you're gonna be missing out, they say. You think, oh God, you know. They call that peer pressure. I call it opportunity because I was in that situation so many times. One time I said when somebody said, hey at one point in my life where I, in high school I had quit smoking weed for a short period of time and I thought I'd quit everything but this person that I used to hang out with and had an association with a blanket with, whatever you want to call it I a familiarity I said when he said hey want to go smoke some weed I said no no I quit and then I turned around and I said but if you ever want a drinking partner let me know and I thought why did I say that I thought long and hard about that why did I say that why did I have some sort of need to to include myself include him to to Keep something alive that was dead to to, put myself, what, what, what? You know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in the thought processes. We have to ask ourselves questions. Maybe we can start to see why we think a certain way and why we end up experiencing certain things. So habits just think about what you want or don't want if there's habits you have make a decision never to do it again it's the best news I've got if there's a something in your life that you want to habitualize yourself to like eating better drinking more water or you know reading positive uplifting literature or you know getting out in nature more you know playing music you know just whatever things bring that as we talked about before in vibration whatever things bring about that essence of of goodness within us habitualize ourselves to that do more of that because see once we're occupying ourselves more in the things that we want to become the things that we don't want seem to don't have a place anymore it's called displacement And you don't have to think about it. You just have to make decisions. I'm going to do this in my life. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. So if you're going to say, I'm never going to drink alcohol again, then don't ever drink it again. And if you do drink it again, don't get mad at yourself and drink it the rest of your life because you didn't succeed. Tell yourself you're never going to drink it again. And don't stop and keep putting other habits in your life that take yourself further and further away from alcohol, for example. So
0: I don't know if that was of any value or not. I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> um, I loved how you said accountability. Um, I think that's a big thing at the beginning of there. You kind of putting accountability. If I'm going to do something, I better be accountable. <laughs> of it. Um, and I think that's a big thing with habits is accountability, especially if you're taking away a bad habit and if you're gonna, yeah, just accountability. I really like that word that you used right there.
1: Yeah, I think that's perfect. And what. You know, really, I I think that the core of all of this episode right here is self-mastery. The only four things that I have any control over are my thoughts, words, feelings, and actions. And I can promise everyone out there that I have diligently been working on making certain that my thoughts, words, feelings, and actions are of the highest vibrations in order to get the highest vibrations in my results and it does work when you align a thought and a word and a feeling and an action towards one result it is the most complete and accurate formula when it comes to my life so when i say about self-mastery who are you what are you becoming do you like who you are do you think you can become something more Well, I don't care how you really feel about yourself right now in that sense to anybody. I mean, I'm a caring person, but that's not the point. The point is, wherever you're at, do more. Do more for yourself. Use your thoughts, words, feelings and actions powerfully. Align them to every positive and powerful and effective result that you want in your life. And I promise you, you will get those results. Do the work. Amen.
0: I want to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask Coyote Thunderhawk, please email me at eye at gmail.com. Also, remember to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the great services they provide. You have been listening to Coyote Thunderhawk in conversations with a shaman. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. And we will see you on the next Inside the Raven's Eye. Much love and God bless.